0: Welcome to Big Tones Podcast, where we talk about anything, everything. My name is Tony Lou. I'm your host today. And uh, first off, let me say the sponsor for today's episode is Water. It's too old. The lovely water. Make sure you drink enough water, guys. It's very hot. Uh, whatever party you guys are in right now, uh, my area is starting to get pretty hot and pretty humid. So, you know, I don't want my beautiful viewers to uh, get dehydrated. So drink that water. Uh as you can see by the title is Have You Ever Been Catfished by Yelp? So let me first start by saying Yelp is pretty much like Tinder. You know, it's easy to get a catfish because you never know what you're gonna get until you meet them for the first time. You know what I mean? I think in today's uh society and our in our kind of culture, we're so quick to kinda judge off of looks rather than, you know, the insides, you know, the, the goods. You know, you know, uh, like this past weekend, I went to, um, actually, let me also say, uh hope everyone had a good weekend. Uh, I had a pretty decent, pretty good, fun weekend. Um, I think it was me and two other buddies, you know, for me, especially for me, uh, if you guys know me, I just love food, man. Like any close friends of mine can attest to this. Like I'm a food, like foodie whore. Like I just love anything food related. You know, I think. Food is amazing. You know, it was there when you're at your lowest because, you know, food would never hurt you. Unless it's bad. But um, <clears throat> uh, the other week, a buddy of mine, he mentioned that there was an all-you-can-eat sushi place in our area. And, like, for me, you know, I'm always on top of food. And, like, I always know the good ones and new ones. And usually a lot of my friends ask me, like, what's good to eat? Because I just love trying new things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... So we kind of set up a little date uh, for me and uh, two of my friends to go try it out before we went downtown. And, you know, we have very high hopes for it. Because, you know, I think, I think for a lot of minority people, especially, I know, I know for especially the Asians, uh, you know, All You Can Eat has a very special place in my heart, in my heart, my bad. When, uh, you know, either you had a bunch of birthday parties there or you've been to a bunch of part- birthday parties at a All You Can Eat Chinese buffet. So, you know, when you hear All You Can Eat, Pay a pay one price, and then you're like, okay, bet I'm getting my money's worth. And this place, you know, like I said, all you can eat is sushi. And sushi in general wasn't a cheap uh, meal to eat, so I think when the meal itself was like thirty three dollars after tax, I want to say. So for sure, going to that uh, kind of mentality, I was like, dude, I'm gonna eat a bunch of sushi. You know, I'm gonna get my my money's worth for sure because you know that's a lot of money to spend. That's not even including tip or drinks. And um, you know, we went in there. You know, we're all hyped. We're like, oh yeah, you, you we're gonna fuck shit up. And then you know, when we walk in the restaurant, anyway. Look, I'm never one to judge, but you know, I think with certain cultures, food is more acceptable and more, you know, like I said, more so for them to cook it themselves. So, for example, like I'm Vietnamese. If I go to a Vietnamese restaurant, I do not want to see a white guy or a Mexican guy cooking my Vietnamese food just because I just know, you know, when you come from that culture, you just know a certain way to kind of finesse the food to where it tastes better when you do it yourself. I think including that finesse is a lot of love in your culture, a lot of pride, but, you know, I'm always open to try interpretations of other people uh, trying to make that food. And, you know, we walk in and The only Asian people were there in the sushi place was myself and my other friend. And my other friend that was with us, he was black, but he just loves, like, all foods, too, just like us. So I think everyone else there was of the Caucasian uh, side, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, it's good to see uh, white Americans trying new uh, food. I'm always uh, open for that. But the problem was, you know, when you think of sushi as a Japanese dish, You think of an Asian guy back there just rolling the hell out that sushi roll with with all his might. You know what I mean? Like, he's fighting for his freedom type type of thing. You know what I mean? And we get in there, and it's a white guy. I was like, fuck, you know, I I don't know how I feel about this. Because, you know, when there's certain sushi places in our area already that's well-established that we could have gone to before we went here, you know, us standing in our comfort zone trying this new area and this new food was a big jump for us, because like I said, no, we never had anyone personally that's tried it, and the problem was, before I tried anything new, you know, any suggestions from my friends, I always got to do my research, and you know, by going to do Google reviews, uh, like, uh, any forums, any, you know, groups on Facebook, or, you know, just Yelp, you know, because Yelp, it's other, it's, you know, there's more uses for Yelp, besides just food, but I think, as a whole, everyone uses Yelp to look up restaurants when they're in a new area. I think that's pretty safe to say. And so when I looked them up, and I won't say the name, uh, when I looked them up, they had like five, I don't know, I, I think the lowest is four stars on like reviews, but like at least four to five stars pretty much, you know what I mean? So out of five, if I'm, if I'm seeing five out of five, I'm going to expect that that food is going like, to it's gonna slap. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like, you know, nut-worthy. It's going to be worth every penny. You know what I mean? So I kind of came in there, um, you know, with very high expectations because, like I said, the reviews kind of spoke for themselves. And, you know, I think that's where kind of comes back to the beginning where, you know, we need to keep our guard up with certain things like that because you never know until you try it yourself or until you meet them. And so, you know, right across the street from that restaurant was a really, really good sushi restaurant, too. That was pretty packed, and my friend was like, "Look, we can go right now. We haven't paid nothing yet. We sat down." I said, "Nah, man, it's worth a try." You know what I mean? You know, you know. Let's let's go in here. You know, let's get let's give Jimmy a chance to roll raw sushi, and you know, we we sat down, and the problem was, I think in general, I think everyone's kind of dealing with kind of uh, sort of supplies of these different kind of things. It doesn't matter if it's chips or food or whatever, but um. The service wasn't that good either. And I think that's kind of one the experience of that sushi place in general uh, for myself was I was very disappointed in the service because, you know, they weren't on top of the game asking how we were, you know, how the food was. You know, they'll come to get our ticket, get the food. And, you know, for me, I used to kind of get like a good sampler kind of platter going on where I can try a little bit of everything when it comes to sushi. And so when, you know, after maybe, what, 15, 20 minutes, we could find out our food, all of this. And we're like, at that point, we're very hungry. We're like, oh, no, we're going to destroy this food. And also another thing with sushi is, it's mainly art. How they prep it and how they kind of present it is all art within itself. That's a selling point for sushi. You know what I mean? Excuse me. Um, you know, if as long as your your uh, product is good and quality, if you present it well, that would kind of separate you from your competition. The problem was the quality wasn't there. And the, you know, the look of the sushi roll itself didn't wow us to where we want to take pictures of it. You know what I mean? Usually if I go to a restaurant and the food looks like phenomenal, I would take a quick picture before I eat. I'm like, I'll, I'll be one of those guys where, you know, before we eat, we take a picture or video of everyone's food. Just so we can kind of look back on it and say, damn, that place was good. But this place, we're like Damn, this shit could look kind of ugly. And I was like, ah, you know what? Let's, let's let's taste it first, you know what I mean? And I tasted it, and it just wasn't fresh. And the problem was my friend, my other friend, he got um some sashimi, and we smelled the salmon and tuna, and it smelled like fish. And if you don't know think about sushi, it's not supposed to smell like fish, even though it won't like, go from the sea and everything. You know, the fresher it is, the less smell it has. So, we off the rip, we could just tell that this was a lesser quality, you know, which we kind of expected from all-you-can-eat sushi, but we didn't expect to be that low to where I was like, you know what? I might as well go to the grocery store down the road and get their sushi because I know it's going to be better than this shit. And, you know, we ate it, and there's nothing about the whole experience there wowed me to where I was like, I want to come back, you know what I mean? And prior to this, I actually told all my friends, I was like, yo, when you come to town, well, let's try this place because you know, it's all you eat. Like I say, you know, when you, when you grew up with all you can eat and you're kind of hard, you kind of like, you know, you just want to show everyone about it. And so for me, it just wasn't that good of an experience. And like I said, the service wasn't that good. And it's, it just wasn't the vibe, honestly. And I hate to say that, you know, because it was also a small business and I'm always down to support a small business because, you know, they're trying to make it out compared to all of these big chains, but, like, I just couldn't give it a good review. It wasn't, like, a zero out of five, but I think at best, I can give it a two out of five, and that's being very generous, because for me, whenever I eat somewhere, I like to get my money's worth. I like to eat as much as I can. I just like leave full, like, just leave looking pregnant, pretty much, and that place, I just left there wanting to throw up, and funny enough, and like I said, like, like I said, I'm not going to mention the sushi place, But funny enough, the next day, the place closed down. They put on Facebook saying, hey, we will no longer be operating. Thank you for your, uh, um, you know, commitment and, you know, everyone's views about this place. But, you know, we have decided to close down. And the sad part was they have only been in town for less than a year. So that really kind of made me feel bad. But then again, that food wasn't good. You know what I mean? And the problem with that is when you have all of these kind of naive people don't know what actual good food is, Telling you in your ear, you know, yo, your food is amazing, that kind of hypes you up when you honestly need some more realistic reviews. So, hey, look, man, the food wasn't bad, but here's what you can improve on. But the whole time there, he he was asking everyone, hey, how was the food? Everyone was like, it was phenomenal, it was amazing. Oh my god, I can't wait to come back. And you know, he had a big smile and that killed me because the food tastes like shit. I was like, damn, dude, like why they lie to his face? And it was a terrible thing. And honestly, when I got home, I threw my to-go box away because I didn't want to get that um, extra charge. Uh, if you leave too much food behind, you'll get charged on top of your uh, bill. And so when I threw my food away, honestly, I just went straight to the toilet and just threw up. As nasty as it sounds, it tasted better coming out my body than when I was eating it in the restaurant, which sounds so weird. Like weird as fuck. Because when it came out, it was all one flavor. When you're eating it as a whole, it's different rolls. One roll was really warm. One was really cold. Like, it was, nothing was matching up. You know what I mean? And I was like, dang, that shit was nasty as fuck. And it really what made me mad was like, you know, with everything going up the price right now, gas, food, it's expensive to eat out. It's honestly like a luxury at this point. And when you spend almost $40, including tip, on food that you weren't pleased with you just felt like wow i just got robbed of my money because you know like i said the service was not good the food for sure wasn't good but you know we came there all happy because it was all you eat sushi and that's kind of rare because it's kind of hard to keep up with that kind of man and this type of um environment that we live in and type of culture um area and so you know for me I just think you know, like I said, we just need more kind of regulations on food reviews because I I think everyone has too everyone has too much of a platform to speak their mind on what they think is good and bad because really, growing up, a lot of people in my area that referred to me a lot of food places that I would ask about all the food honestly have been mid like nothing like, really blew my mind where I'm like, yo, you got to go here. You got to go here. You know what I mean? I did one food that my uh, good buddy showed me last summer was Indian food. It took me so long to try Indian food. I don't know why. When I first took that bite of that tikka masala, oh, my God, and that garlic naan, oh, man, that effing flavor, man. I'm telling you. There's something about Indian food that makes this his different. You know what I mean? And I, you know, for me, I always love to like gas up small businesses, you know what I mean? That have been also well established in the community that not a lot of people don't know about. And so, you know, for me, when I kinda mentioned all these good food places and everyone that are like picky eaters, you know, you, you know the that, that picky eater where like all they order is chicken tenders and fries when they go to a restaurant because they're so scared to try new food. You know, you you know, anyone that orders chicken tenders and fries, they for sure have a nut allergy. So, you know, really you can't really expect their taste palette to be that good. But for me, man, I will always give credit where it's due. And for me, I couldn't do it this time. It was just really sad. And I think, you know, I think for certain things like Google reviews and Yelp, we for sure need to make some changes where, you know, if, if I like, I think, okay, so here are my three things that we, I think we need to implement in those pro- profiles to where, you know, if I see a five out of five review, let me do some more digging to where, I might need to lower my standards even after seeing the review. You know what I mean? So my first one is everyone must have a profile picture. I think face value, if I can see the face of the person giving the review, I can kind of kind of gauge where, where my standards or my expectations will be. You know what I mean? Number two, which sounds ridiculous, is the bigger the arms, the better. Have you ever had someone cook you food and they had that big, that big, Big dumb truck arm. That just swing around like a wing. You know what I mean? The high cholesterol arm. Those people know the fuck they're talking about when it comes to food. I trust them. If I see a little a skinny twig. You know. I'm, I'm soon Might give it an ear. You know. A listen. But I'm not going. I'm not going to give it the whole attention. You know what I mean? And the last one is. That person giving the review. Cannot have all five stars reviews. Everywhere they eat. You know, you always run to these people where, you know, they got post everything they eat. and It's like five out of five, five out of five. Those people, no, no, no taste palates. You know what I mean? no, They don't know what seasoning is. You know what I mean? When they taste seasoning and love, they think it's automatic five out of five. And for me, you just got to adjust certain things. You know what I mean? It might be five out of five for them, but for me, it might be three out of five. You never know. So I think, you know, we need to be more descriptive about what we leave behind so we don't catfish people into trying new foods and then being very disappointed. Because, like I said, everything's very expensive right now. And, you know, when you go out to eat, you don't want to be disappointed. You want to get your money's worth. And that kind of goes into the next segment of this kind of uh, podcast is, you know, I think the importance of trying different uh, food cultures in your lifetime. You know, for me, it's kind of sad to think about it. I wasn't necessarily ashamed of being Vietnamese growing up, but, you know, I was for sure the kind of outcast. Because, you know, in my community, which is nothing wrong with my community, I just grew up in kind of the the white suburban neighborhood community, you know what I mean, where everyone was used to fast food. You know, they did the home-cooked meals here and there, but, you know, they didn't have that kind of deep, deep flavor that Vietnamese food have or other cultures have, you know what I mean? And so, you know, It was up to recently, the past couple of years, where, you know, I was really super proud of my food. You know what I mean? Like, back in college, I show a lot of my friends the most basic Vietnamese food, but the most good one. I mean, not the best one, but for sure, like, up there, top tier, is called pho. And, you know, if anyone listens to this, you know what pho is. And I think, as a whole, everyone I've shown, black, white, other uh, ethnic groups, you know, They fell in love with that food just because it's so good and refreshing to your body, you know what I mean? And that kind of opens more doors to, you know, them experiencing different foods within my culture. But also, you know, they say, you know what? If Vietnamese food is gas, what about Korean food or, you know, Jamaican food or Mexican food? You know, that's, that's that's the smallest things matter, you know what I mean? And for me... Now, I just love, love showing my friends off. My mom's cooking. My grandma's cooking. I just love showing it off because, you know, they get jealous. You know, my friend Jimmy or Ethan, you know, they might be used to having meatloaf while I'm over here eating a buh or bummy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I like to show off and brag about my culture. And I think that's where, you know, at this point, it's good to kind of meet and kind of span your horizon because, you know, there's nothing wrong with eating American food. Another one at all, but you know it can very be it can be very repetitive and not really good for your body, just because we don't know what's going to be put inside by whoever you know running behind the operations. And I think you know it's really good to kind of like meet other people, kind of explore their cultures. And you know I think whenever I had people try Vietnamese food, they would like sit down and have a serious conversation with me about like how was my childhood with this type of food, like how was there a culture shock, and it was kind of like you know kind of deep conversations where you're like, yo, like, you know, I never really thought about this until they mentioned this to me. And, you know, for me, I try to like preach to everyone to kind of expand their taste palates and kind of eat as much food as they can from different cultures. Like, you know, I always like to give suggestions because I think honestly, um, not a lot of people know about a lot of food that are in the area. You know, what I mean like I've had so many people come up with me at work and I've been just being like, Stereotypical or racist, but they'll ask me, "Yo, where are some good Asian food?" And you know, at first I would take, like, I would get offended, but then they were like, "Yo, I'm like being so serious, like I need to try something new." And you know, it feels, if ref- it was really good, when you get them some suge- suggestions, my bad, and they come back to you next day or next week or whenever. Say, "Hey, man, remember that place you told me to eat? Yo, that shit was so good. I so appreciate it. And that makes me feel like happy because." They're going out their comfort zone to try something new that, you know, they were maybe once scared until someone kind of stood up and said, hey, man, why don't you try it? What's what's wrong with it? The worst thing that happened is you don't like it. And for me, like I said, this is very important in our today's society and how everyone's kind of hating on each other. You know, I think food is a great way to bond and connect with one another because the food can be like a like a bridge between both cultures. You know what I mean? I just think it's very good for people to kind of go out as a group, you know, different different ethnic groups. I mean, if you go out the same kind of race and stuff like that, there's no wrong with that. But if you're open-minded to certain things like that, not just food, there's different cultures in general, like their music or whatever, you know what I mean? And kind of connect and ask questions. I think that will kind of bring us closer as a whole, you know what I mean? I think right now, in the past few years, uh, the Korean pop band, uh, boy band, uh, BTS has kind of, you know, made America as a whole accept more Asians, which is good. You know, I'm very happy about that. But the problem is, you know, I don't fit the BTS standard. You know what I mean? I'm not a pale, skinny, boutique Asian guy. You know, I'm more of a stocky, tatted Asian dude that's more tan. So if we can get like a, uh, a hood BTS come to America or a hood BTS blow up. I think, you know, I'll be game over for all you guys. But I mean, there's some some, certain stuff like that, you know, makes us want to travel also. You know, look at other people's cultures. I think there's so many places I want to travel. I had never been outside of the U.S. I mean, I guess besides Canada, you want to count that. But even with Canada, everyone there was like so nice, so like everyone there was fit. That's the one thing about Canada was everyone was like exercising they're walking i mean you see people drive here and there but they're walking they're happy saying hey how you doing and it was very different you know compared to like a lot of places in america where you know they could be nice but they could always be rude and you know like i said you know as i grow older i do want to experience more of different uh of my friends and different people's culture and just travel as much as i can and try different foods but you know i think we just need to you know Comes a whole and just, you know, let's just calm down on the food reviews. You know what I mean? Like, if you say it's gas, like, what kind of gas are we talking about? Premium gas or, like, regular gas? You know what I mean? Like, uh, are you high or are you sober? Like, I need to know these questions. You know what I mean? I need to know what these answers because, you know, right now I'm tired of wasting money on trash food. Let's just be honest now. You know what I mean? And like I said, like, everything going up in the world, we all got to be more realistic. With each other and um you know like i said this one i was pretty hot hi- i was pretty hyped to record this one because like i said this past weekend this food experience it kind of kind of made me want to expose some some places here but I, I ain't gonna do that to them i'll, I'll let people find out themselves but for sure you know let's all just <laughs> calm down on these these boo-boo ass reviews and you know, let's be more realistic say you know it's good if you're in a mood for it you know i think you know I'm gonna be biased. I think pho, Vietnamese food pho, is gonna be the best hangover food, you know, pound for pound. If you have any other suggestions for food, let me know. Like, for example, like you know, for me, I have a lot of friends and my friend group that are different cultures. You know, I could be the I could be the Asian guy that brings the uh the Vietnamese food. Uh, my black friend can bring the soul food. My white friend could bring the meatloaf. Uh, my Chinese friend could bring the pan Express. You, know, you know, you know, we can all just mingle and come as one. You know what I mean? And you know, I want to leave off this quick podcast. It was a pretty quick episode, I would say. Uh, this quick episode, I want to leave off with um asking y'all. You know, what's your favorite type of food? And then, if you have any good suggestions within the Greenville area, Columbia, any honestly anywhere, doesn't matter state or country. Do you have any good suggestions for me? Leave it below you know what i mean let me know dm me whatever is let me know because you know i'm always open to try new 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 food for sure and uh yeah let me just leave you there peace